Welcome to our weekly and Episcopal Sermon podcast. We are so glad you found us. This is a live recording of the gospel reading and sermon from last Sunday's service at the Episcopal Church in Almaden. The life of this podcast depends on your listening support. If you enjoy our podcast and would like to support us, simply subscribe to this podcast on your channel of choice. Come, join us along our shared path for today's episode. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him closely. When he noticed how the guests chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. And the host who invited both of you may come and say to you, give this person your place. And then in disgrace, you would start to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place so that when your host comes, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. He said also to the one who had invited him, when you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. It is such a very great pleasure to be with you here today in person. For those joining us online, thank you for joining us this morning. I love today's gospel readings. I love the rest of the readings as well. They give us a wonderful topic to talk about. My mother had and still has many sayings such as, don't count your chickens before they hatch, right? Or no use crying over, see, you know these sayings as well. But the one that came to mind this morning was that piece of wisdom, pride goeth before a fall. That's what the gospel reading for this morning is all about. That sense of pride that makes a person think that they're entitled to all the privileges, like being in position of honor at the table. Pride goeth before a fall. In the parable told by Jesus, there's a moment when the person who 
accustomed to taking the honored place at the table is told to take the lesser seat. Jesus asks the question, isn't it better to take the lesser seat to begin with rather than, as one interpretation puts it, to take a red-faced walk of shame from the place of honor to the lesser seat? Those walks of shame aren't something that we often acknowledge or like to talk about. There's a lot of emotion and unacknowledged pain in that moment. Yet they are important moments that shape our personal decisions and our life in community. Now I'm gonna digress for a moment, so bear with me. You know that I recently returned from the Lambeth Conference. And this is a conference for Anglican communion bishops held at Canterbury Cathedral in England every 10 years, although this was a 14-year gap. And this is a means for bishops all over, from all over the globe to meet together and discuss issues that are important to all of us. The first Lambeth Conference was held in 1867, and it pulled together bishops in the Anglican tradition from everywhere in the then colonized world to discuss the mission and context in which all of these bishops served. So the Anglican communion of which the Episcopal Church is part shares this history. And this year, this summer, 650 bishops and almost as many spouses met for two weeks at Canterbury to learn and to listen. Now, if you ever want an exercise in leadership, try to corral 650 bishops. Well, immediately prior to the gathering, the Archbishop of Canterbury and his team issued a series of documents called Lambeth Calls. These were statements which all the bishops were supposed to discuss and then affirm as the mind of the Anglican communion. But buried in one of the calls, the one on human dignity, was an unexpected paragraph. It stated that the mind of the Anglican communion was that marriage is only between a man and a woman. Now there's a history behind this, and I won't go into that here, that's a very long discussion. But in 1998 and 2008, there was deep conflict over that statement, and the Episcopal Church as a whole was censured by the Anglican communion for its support of same-sex unions. As one bishop put it lightly, we were put in the penalty box. So you can imagine that we approached this particular Lambeth Conference with a mixture of trepidation as well as a strong sense of moral righteousness. We were and are proud that the Episcopal Church has stood generally in the place of welcoming everyone. And here in our diocese, we really mean that. All means all, as we like to say, and everyone really is welcome. 
and we work on this to adjust our biases as they surface. So we believe that we have it right. Well, after a couple of days at Lambeth, we began to realize that we had it wrong. Not in terms of where we stand on marriage, don't get me wrong about that, but in terms of how we understood other provinces and other dioceses of the Anglican Communion. Thus began our walk to the lesser place at the table. First, it's important to note that our presiding bishop, our beloved Michael Curry, who preaches on the way of love, is not a notable figure at the Lambeth Conference. He has no seat of honor, no presentation to make, no fabulous sermon to preach. When our leader is not in the seat of honor, what happens to those of us who sit near to him? Relegated to lesser seats, we learn so much about our church and other parts of the Anglican communion. I learned about South Sudan, where a man can legally have as many wives as he can pay for. If he becomes a Christian, where marriage there is between a man and a woman, one of each, he must choose one wife and the children that they share. The other wives and children then would be cast aside. I learned about a bishop who was elected in Africa, and the person who was not elected came to his house and tried to kill the bishop-elect. War is normative in that place, and the violence was not unexpected. A woman elected bishop in Asia walks alone in the shadow of the men around her. She is often not included in the conversation, and she does not dare question anything. How does she lead? I wondered. I learned about Kenya, where homosexuality is illegal and punishable by up to 14 years in prison. And for LGBTQ persons, job discrimination and housing discrimination are normative and supportive. I learned that despite my own vast world travels, I and my bishop friends knew little about the daily issues of famine, violence, health, environment, and legal punishments that our counterparts wade through all the time. They cannot turn their faces away. We went to Lambeth prideful, sure of our sense of righteousness, and faced instead the truths that our sibling bishops told us as they kindly held up the mirror for us to look into. 
Now, the Anglican Communion did not ask the Episcopal Church or ask me that I change my mind about same-gender marriage. So we've made some progress, and we do not stand alone. And I would not change my mind. It did, however, call for me to listen and respect the dignity of humans, human beings that I was not hearing. The Anglican Communion called for me, nicely, politely, to get off my high horse and sit on the ground where everyone else sat. And that ground was hard and dry and a bit uncomfortable, but I was in good company. I would invite us to consider the scarcity of the conversation when one sits in the place of honor. Because the conversation in that part of the table is usually about helping the person in the seat to keep their honor. The real conversation, the abundance of creative thought and opportunity, mutual listening and understanding, well, that happens in the cheap seats. And that's often where the Holy Spirit is present and opening hearts to possibility. Think about the encounters that you have had and the surprises of learning about someone else's life and context. And then think about how those conversations have informed and influenced your faith and led you to transformation. When have you been relegated to the lesser seat at the table and encountered Jesus? Where have seeds of humility borne fruit and helped you to be a better person? I left Lambeth glad to have sat in the lesser seat and grateful for the patience of my group. I left humbled by the stories of others and deeply aware of the privilege that we have. I didn't go trying to persuade others about our views on marriage, but I am grateful that we are able to have those views. Pride does go before a fall, but the humility in that fall is where God waits to transform our lives. My prayer for each of us this day and going forward is that the seeds planted in our hearts, that the mirrors in which we see ourselves may inspire us to the humility that God desires of God's people. For it is that humility that brings us to the place of love and the sharing of Eucharist. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's episode on An Episcopal Sermon Podcast. May this episode inspire you to apply lessons from these teachings to your everyday life. If you found inspiration in this episode, go ahead, 
and subscribe to this podcast through the channel of your choice and spread the word. If you would like to see the full service from which today's sermon was drawn, visit our YouTube channel linked in the show notes of this episode. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to donate any amount to our listeners' support on Anchor or visit the donation page on our website, www.churchinalmaden.org slash donations. 